I'm glad DCS gave me this character because I think everything that I've been a part of kind of adds to my personality and my character. And I think DCS in these past couple of years has been one of the biggest changes in my life. And being able to come back was a really great opportunity because now I've seen the behind the scenes. I think that's something every scholar needs to come do. Just come give back, come see how it is on the other side and just help out other kids who are in your positions or who were in your positions. Ebenezer, how are we doing today? I'm good, Jake. You? I'm good. I'm tired. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm running on empty. I are mean, you running on empty? Yeah, I just woke up from a nap. That's right. You so. can't lie to the people. We're, yeah. we're all exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you for doing this. I certainly appreciate you. And I guess I first wanted to ask you, what was your expectation? Why did you want to join ECS? Well, I just knew it was another tool that would help me get to where I want to be in the future. Of course, I heard about it from my sister, but I didn't really know much about the program. So it wasn't until I started, you know, my sophomore year of high school going into my junior year. And then that was kind of kind of unclear, but I still stuck with the program because I knew that your mission was to help me get into college with the resources you guys have. And by my junior year of summer, when I came back in person, you know, that was clear with the college essay help, the SAT help. I even retook the SAT my senior year after the summer of my junior year. And then, you know, obviously I'm in college now, so it worked. Why did you want to come back and serve as a student advisor knowing that you could be doing other things? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I feel like I've at least asked myself that once this whole experience. But I think for me, that phone call I got from Jordan Bonner, who, you know, kind of let me know about this opportunity, that even though I'm done with DCS as a scholar, I can also come back and give back. And community community service is a big thing for me because I am a community engagement scholar at the University of Delaware. So I just love to, you know, anytime I can give back, even though it's an academic requirement, I also love to do it in my free time. I always find ways to kind of incorporate my studies into the community because, you know, hands-on learning is how I learn best. So when I got that phone call from Jordan, I was like, okay, sure, I'll do it. I signed up with the application. And for me, like, I'm sure you guys asked us why we want to come back. And I think I put just kind of paying it forward, you know. I want to be where I am without DCS. So if I have the chance to kind of show that gratitude while also helping others, why not? It's like two birds, one stone, you know. What makes you a good student advisor? I mean, you are a good student advisor, mm-hmm. but I, like, so so I, I said that piece, but asking yeah. you to brag yourself <laughs> and sort of explain it a little bit. Like, like why do you think you are successful at, in, a, in a leadership and mentorship role? Mm-hmm. I think my individual background, you know, growing up African, that came with a lot of like self-perseverance and self-motivation like to the point where I've learned so many things that I can only give it back. I, I feel responsible to give it back, you know, things about staying on track in school, not even just college, elementary, middle, high school, you know, you face all these different challenges and meet all these people. But at the end, you have to kind of stay focused on the end goal. So that's something I learned from my background. Another thing was in high school, you know, you just kind of have to navigate all these things. You have extracurriculars, academics, friends, social life, family life. And I feel like now that I've done it, I have some tips. They might not be the best. You know, they might be learning from my mistakes, but it's still stuff to learn about. And then obviously now in college, 
I'm going through things. That first year was a roller coaster, you know. I, I just learned things that I'm even, I, I didn't even know a year before. So now that I learned it, I want to just give it out as soon as I can. I don't want to wait three years until after I'm done with college and then start mentoring people. I want to mentor people that are going to college so that they know what, to, what they're getting themselves into. You said, when you alluded to there a little bit, your proud moment in doing my really extensive research for this interview was finishing your freshman year of college. Why, you know, having just finished, why is that such a big deal? And it is a big deal. So, mm-hmm. like, I mean, that's huge. But, yeah. like, like in your words, why was that such a big deal? Um, because just the whole concept of college was kind of foreign to me, you know, being first gen, not really having those resources apart from DCS to kind of show me what college is just the academic side of it so it was like I'm really going into this blind and then during the application process I felt alone like just family wise because you know there's no one really gets what it means to get into a college until you go there so it's like even though you got into schools like Howard or you know other schools it's like that sense of like accomplishment does you don't really get that from parents because it's just like oh at the end you're just going to end up going to a school and then that's another thing, this choice in school, you know. I wish I got my full choice, but maybe now looking back, that's for the better. But eventually, like, when I first started, I did want to end up at an HBCU, and that didn't work out due to a whole bunch of things. But so, you know, even before college, I had all these kind of letdowns about college. So then when I started with UD, I felt good about it, you know, even though there were obstacles like financial aid, you know, how am I going to fit in? I don't really want to go to the school, but here I am, you know, packing up, moving in, going into the school. So when I got there, I fit in well, you know, all those doubts that I had about, am I going to, you know, how am I going to adapt to college in general? I fit in well, you know, I, I landed an internship with the Biden Institute my first semester. I got Dean's List first semester, made some good friends, you know, bonded with my roommate. So everything went well. But then something happened during that winter break that kind of, made me put down, you know, finishing my first year as a huge accomplishment. Because during the winter break, I switched my major. And looking back now, what, six months later, maybe that might have been like an impulse decision, but I think that really taught me a valuable lesson in just kind of knowing what you want. Because in college, you're going to be exposed to all these different majors, all these different interests. You know, everyone says one class could really change your whole outlook on life. And even though that wasn't my experience in changing my major, I feel like I should have had that eye-opening experience instead of just sitting down in my room bored, being like, is this really for me? Because that sort of questioning yourself, questioning your goals, even though they've been your goals since high school, that can really shift your focus, you know? So that's what happened to me to the point where I was like, do I really want to be a lawyer? Because my major was criminal justice, so I was just going back and forth. Do I really want to get a degree that I have to go to more school for before I actually land that job in the field I want? Or do I just want to do something these four years that will just land me a job straight out of college? So then I ended up with um, cybersecurity engineering because, you know, job straight out of college. You know, I don't have to kind of be in this weird area where I'm like, okay, even though I graduate college, am I going to still go to law school? You know, I'm just done with college, get a job, start living. But then that first week we went back for spring semester. I just got hit with, like, reality, you know. Engineering is not easy. So for anyone listening, if you graduate, if you take it up, I wish you the best. I really hope you finish strong, continue strong. 
But for me, that first week, I dropped like three classes. I dropped my physics class, my computer science class, my computer programming class, because I just realized that it wasn't for me. It was it just wasn't for me. The amount of stress I was in, I got a 0.5 out of 10 on my physics test, even though it wasn't supposed to be graded. But that's just a sign that I knew that, oh, this wasn't for me. And sometimes you do have to stick with things, but I think sometimes that gut feeling that you get is enough to really show that, yeah, like, you know, college, that pressure to graduate in four years is real. So even though, you know, it might be like, go at your own pace, sometimes you do feel that pressure. So feeling that pressure, I was like, okay, back to the drawing board, you know, like, is this really for me? Is this what I'm meant to do? So that whole spring semester, of course, I got classes that, you know, still count for my degree in any major. But I was just thinking, what am I going to do next, if not engineering, you know? So halfway through that spring semester, I kind of got the idea to do business because then I could still do that pre-law focus that I was on before. If not criminal justice, then maybe another degree where I can be pre-law. So then I talked with an advisor for one of the business majors, and, you know, they told me, I can't switch yet because I have to take calculus and microeconomics before, like, as prereqs. So this, this summer, right now, as we speak, I'm in a microeconomics class, and I took calculus during the spring semester because that's an engineering class, so it counts for business still, too. So after I finish microeconomics, I can switch into the business school. And right now, I'm really taking my time with the business school major, like, really weighing on my options to make sure I make the right one because... I don't want to be in that position where, you know, I'm like, is this for me again, you know, for the second time? So I'm just trying to take my time with it. And that's why I put down finishing my first year as a proud accomplishment, because it's just all these from start to finish. I was just faced with all these challenges and all these questions that made me doubt myself. But throughout the end, I, you know, I finished strong, strong GPA, these lists both semesters. So even though I had all these little battles going on, in the end, I won the war. So I'm ready for the second year, third and fourth. And I'm just, I hope I get that clarity in what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, I like motivated. Like, I want to like run through a wall now. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I'm yeah. really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm really happy for you. Yeah. Trust me. A lot of thinking went into it. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think what other, I think we can do rapid fire. That was, a, that, that was just a really great answer. In 10 years, I will be. Think about this. In 10 years, what? That's 2033. I will be hopefully living in D.C. I love D.C. Um, maybe not living in it, because actually, now that I think about it, that might be crazy. Yeah, yeah, somewhere close by. Somewhere in Maryland, you know. Somewhere I can easily get to D.C. every weekend. Um, I'll be, you know, happy. I'll be successful with both feet on the ground, you know, strong and confident in what I'm doing. Hopefully, continue my community service work. If not actively doing it, maybe kind of giving back with resources that I gained, and just kind of maybe even starting my own nonprofit. You know, maybe collabing with DCS. But I really do. I feel like everything that I've done through life, all the clubs, organizations, communities that have given back to me, I want to give back to them in whatever way that looks like. So in thir in ten years from now, I think that's my main goal to really just kind of show even more gratitude and help these resources that help me stay alive. Can I be your first hire? Yeah, yeah, of course. Just, I got dips. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite food? Favorite food? I gotta go with 
don't know. Can I give two answers? Yeah. An American food and a cultural food? Yeah. American food, I probably put down a chicken cheesesteaks from Charlie's. I was just eating oh. one yesterday. Oh, you like Charlie's? Yes, I, I love Charlie's. Do they have Charlie's in the mall? Yes, they do. Uh, yeah. yeah, there you go. I love it. I don't get it much, but every time I get it, yeah, it never yeah, fails. Okay. And then the cultural one, so I'm Ghanaian, so I got to go with jollof. Even though it's basic, it just it never fails too. I don't know. I'm a basic guy. Really? If it works for me, it works for me. All right. Here, here's a food question I have for you. Pepperoni and chicken on your pizza. Huh? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That actually sounds good. I think I'm going it to is. try it. It is. Do you have a favorite pizza spot? Um, I want to say Domino's. I've never had pepperoni and chicken. But is it a crazy combo, though? No, no, no. Yeah. no I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued. You should be. Favorite TV show? Favorite TV show. I think Breaking Bad is up there. How to Get Away with Murder. I want to give one more just to give a top three. So I already said Breaking Bad, mm -hmm. How to Get Away with Murder. I want to say Arrested Development. It was just a funny show. I don't know if you've heard of it. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? So, and I asked, I've asked everybody this, and I'll close with this. What are you most proud of? Not like a proud moment of like, but if I were asked you to reflect on your life, are you 18, 19? 19. So like in your 19 years, like just reflect on that. I know I'm not giving you a lot of time because I gave you zero prep. So I'm filling the airspace now. But what is something that you're most proud of? I think continuing the path that my parents have paved so far. You know, being first gen, being an immigrant myself. You know, all the hard work that my dad specifically, even though I don't give him enough thanks, but it's really all him. The hard work that he's put in to get me here and you know my mom supporting him and me you know it's just something that i'm proud to say that i'm in a position now today that when they hear it or when they think about it they know that i'm also not letting their hard work go to waste you know it's kind of like i'm building on the foundation that they've set for me and i think that's that just makes me proud every time i hear about it because i could have taken all these different avenues in life you know now that i'm in the u.s i could have done all this i could have you know just set a, a different path that wouldn't kind of give them the the satisfaction that you know they brought their kids here and their kids are kind of going to be good people in the U.S. I could have just done my own thing but I think knowing the hard work that they put into it you know because there's stuff about immigration that a lot of people don't think about you know getting your citizenship accumulating all these resources and like experiences to be able to live in the U.S., adapting. I think that's the word I was looking for, adapting to the culture shock and the differences. So I think throughout all of that, just making my parents proud in their, I think investment is a safe word, their investment in me and kind of doubling that investment. And, you know, my siblings too, we're all just in the end, just trying to make them proud. So I think that's my proudest thing in my whole life, just being able to show my parents that their hard work was not for nothing.